Bem. Okay. We're on. Are we recording? Yeah. Welcome to the Hot Flush, the premier podcast for the perimenopause. You're joined by your host, Mrs. Boog, and my friend, Mrs. Berry. I'm eating. And you're eating. I know. How many people do you think have turned off already? Oh, <laughs> Is this the first thing I've eaten all day? Why? Well, Rob and I had a lovely lazy morning that, yes, may have invo- involved some, um, you know, intimate moments, which was quite delightful, and didn't uh, see any children interrupt whatsoever. And then, I don't know, I just haven't had time. I had to clean up the kitchen because I was on duty yesterday, and let me just say I ran fast and loose last night with that that responsibility so I've just been cleaning the kitchen before I could make anything in it. So now I'm eating a what I call a persimmon, but a lot of people call a Fuji fruit. And oh, is that what they call it? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't know. It's um uh, packed full of very good vitamins and minerals, lots of vitamin C. Uh, because Mrs. Wood, this week something has happened. <gasps> what? I've started drinking green juice. God, I know. I even uh, asked our beautiful friend who runs Table Tonic, who I always just call Table Tonic. So now I don't. Louise! Oh, that's it. I even asked her today, like in her, because she made her favourite green juice today, and I was like, how long does it last? Do you drink all of that in one go or do you have some? And I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And then one of the women I work with, she has a green juice every afternoon and I actually sent her an email yesterday going, so which um which one do you use? And she went, well, who's coming around now? Like, I'm like, oh, my God. But my arthritic, like, seriously, my arthritic pains in my hands is just uh, unbearable. And apparently green juices and, uh, um, and oh, apple cider vinegar and water. So Laura, one of our beautiful listeners, suggested that earlier this week. No, not Laura, Donna. Donna suggested it. And I was like, okay, so a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in water, yum. And I had it in the morning because we had to have it on empty stomach. And I sort of had a taste. And, of course, I thought a tablespoon in water, it would be really diluted. You wouldn't really taste it. Oh, no, you taste it. I started to drink it and I went, oh, this is terrible. Just scull it, just scull it, otherwise you'll never finish it. I sculled it. Seriously felt like it burnt the back of my throat. And then I had one of those, like, um, involuntary just heaving cough vomits after it. Not, not that anything came back up, but it was just that over the sink. And the whole family came running. They were all concerned for my welfare. So I'm oh, very nice. good. I'm very good at this health, food, diet, looking after yourself stuff. And well, I'm trying not... Um... Yeah, go on. I've been having a chocolate thick shake every day. It's like I'm pregnant again. <laughs> yeah, but you have had you've had a tough week. Oh mate, I've had a shit week. I'm not gonna yeah. sit here and pretend it was fabulous and I fucking Your life was no and... green smoothie. No, it wasn't. It was more like a sludge of dog shit that I've trod on. Um I've been now operating for over a week on just like this uh, mid and seasonal anxiety. <laughs> I haven't had a panic attack for so long, but I just feel like... Where, you know, where, where were you? Because you were out, weren't you? You were out when you had it. 
Yeah. I haven't had one for ages, but um, I just feel like I'm just about to have one every single minute of every single day, and it's exhausting. And I'm doing everything I should be doing, like going, like, you know, this is just feelings and all that sort of shit. But it's just I'm done. Can you up your meds a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to have to do something. I just listen to me. <laughs> uh, caveat, this program is not for medical advice. Please see your practitioner uh, for any advice regarding, you know, antidepressants. I just up it. Yeah. Just because those, those Zyprexa tablets, they've got a half cut in them, but even if you then just half cut it again and just see how you are in a week. Yeah. And that, I think that there's a lot of people out there going through the same thing. Mm. Oh, my God, so much. Get your hand you away know what I'm eating now? You know what I'm eating now? Oh, what? Homemade spilt bread. Okay, can you not eat for the rest of the time that we're on the phone? I can't make that promise. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll try not to. Thank you. Well, let's try not to take as big a bite as I just did because that was that was because I'm hungry. Anyway, um, I think that's the concern though is if you are doing all the things you're meant to be doing, and you're and it's still you're still vibrating. That's that, the word vibrating. That's when you – I think you need to put a little call into your GP. Yeah, no, good idea. Because um, I think that my lady garden smells weird at the moment, so I'm going to have to do the same. <laughs> Why does it smell weird? I don't know. I just don't think it smells the same as it normally smells. Oh, it's because of all those fucking green juices. <laughs> That's the apple cider vinegar. Although I must say I've been doing apple cider vinegar for two days and I reckon my poo smelled different yesterday. Well, if anyone was still listening after all that eating, they've gone now, haven't they? <laughs> hey, we're almost at we're almost at two hundred thousand like listens. We are, and because we were the first ever podcast that signed with uh, our platform, Wooshka. Yeah. We used to go and record at the town and country. God, those were oh, fun days. God. Um, yeah, and so remember when we walked into the rooms? So Rob, beautiful Rob, who um, set up Wooshka. Took us for a tour of the town and country, which was this very divey motel that he bought in just in in a suburb in a the inner suburb ring of Sydney, yeah. uh, the second ring of Sydney. No, Strathfield. No, Ride. Was it Ride? Strathfield. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I won one. And he took us. And he, and he took us. Oh, God. And he took us for a tour of the rooms that, that, that it had repainted and stuff. And we walked in and, and I'm just looking going, uh-huh. And, and Wixie just literally went, oh, Rob, this is no good. This is this is really bad. And I remember him just being like, oh, oh, really? You think? Well, let's just give it some context. He's a pretty clever guy. And he, yeah. he bought um, he bought this to redevelop. I'm not sure if it's been redeveloped yet. But at the, t- the time, we, we had a recording studio out there. And <laughs> um, then the rest of the rooms were rented by the hour type scenario. It was <laughs> so dodgy. And so they had a hooker. They had a hooker living in the, yeah. there full time. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A, a sex, sex worker. worker. A sex, sex worker. Uh, yeah, they did. And she used to come to the staff meetings. <laughs> 
And she got a vote on what colour the walls were going to be painted, yeah. which I thought was yeah. very generous. I but thought that was rather, very generous. I remember, the, um, remember the guy that would come in for the hour, like the client, and he would come in and he had that completely SSV souped up, like Holden, just parked in the car park of this absolute, you know, downtrodden, oh, wow. Oh, anyway. I put a photo up yesterday. I put up a photo yesterday on our Instagram hot flush page feed of the two of us like right back then. Uh, we look baby faced. Like, I was really aged in the last years few years. It's only five years ago. And I'm like, oh my God. The mid forties are hard on you, aren't they? They are. Forties everyone goes, their forties are great. I'm like, fucking forties are dreadful. Forties at, at a pace that's unknown to any human. <laughs> it really does. Like even Rob and I look at photos from when we started dating, which is you know it's only three years ago, well almost four. We just look at it and go, what happened? It's like the from forty five to fifty is just like your face you, falls off. You age about you know in that five years you age what you did in the previous fifteen, I reckon. Yeah. It's not. It's not pretty. She says sitting here with her first arthritic bump on her finger. Can you see that? Look at that, like just there. Oh yes. Ouch. Well, the weird bit, yeah, it does hurt, actually. And, um, you know, this is one of the things that I'd, you know how we talk about how great our, the, the Hot Flush Facebook page is because it's where we can all go and, and support each other and and, uh, and, and just share and, and ask. I, I'd kind of forgotten about doing that for me. Like, <laughs> I felt like we yeah. So this week when I put up that post about how I was having this really bad Hashimoto's flare and my whole body was just just having this weird spasm of just hatred and pain, uh, it was so reassuring. All these all of these women that came out just going, oh, me too, and people who had women who have lupus or Hashimoto's or straight arthritis or you name it, it was like it was so. It's that whole thing, you know. I mean, you know, I can I can glibly say misery loves company, but it was just so. It was just. It actually made me feel better that it wasn't just me having this really sort of painful, terrible moment, and that other women my age or in my age bracket are going through exactly the same thing. And I, it sounds so stupid me saying that because that's what we say the whole time about the hot flush. But then to actually do it. And just went oh, and that's where the apple cider vinegar came from, and then the green and yeah, the green juice thing is actually going to become part of a little it's a little daily drink of various powders and stuff that help with inflammation and yeah, so I've got my friend Mrs Goodman. She suffers from inflammation as well, so I'll pass on that little tip. Mm, can you? Because we have spoken, Mrs Goodman and I have spoken before, and she seems um, pretty. Well, she's competent. She really is a grown-up. Oh no, she does the adulting very well. She adults very well. So I'll turn. I shall turn to her because I'm like, come on, like, I'm not really drinking. I'm having no caffeine. Sure, the carbohydrate intake has dramatically increased when it was already quite high uh, in the last month. But you know, come on. But it's like, nope, carbs and sugar. They're just not my friend either. So I literally, I think I'm going to turn, I might turn into Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, don't. (laughs) Well, I've already talked to you about the smell of my vagina today. I could make a candle of it. 
<laughs> Do you know it's been four years ago today that we lost our darling John? <gasps> oh, Kate. Yeah, I think that might have been an underlying thing as well. This week <laughs> I had a cry on the phone to Mum, which is always, you know, she wants to hear me cry about it. But anyway. Oh. And again, like that, how, four oh, years. Wow. I know. Can you hear that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grovey. You're so polite to your kids. Really? Was that polite? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. No, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's trying very hard. But, uh, yeah, we had to, we've instigated some more rules this week because the literally – double-digit hours spent gaming has just, oh, my God. But you know what? Like, I don't know. It's not a, it's not a hill I'm going to die on, let me just tell you that. But I am going to try, I mean, I am gonna try and be a parent and actually, you know, <laughs> tell them to, uh, you know, there has to be some breaks. There has to be some level of actually seeing daylight in a day, like a bit of sunlight on your skin. Yeah. How many people do you think will come out of this with rickets? Rickets. Yeah, because rickets is what you get when you don't have enough sun. Hang on, I'm looking it up. Oh, there you are. You popped up in the corner. Hello. Hello. Rickets. Rickets is a skeletal disorder that's caused by a lack of vitamin D, calcium or phosphate. Uh, people with rickets may have weak and soft bones, stunted growth, and in severe cases, skeletal deformities. Oh, dear Lord. The treatment is calcium and vitamin D. Well, that's good because I've been walking up to the cafe every day in the sun to get my milkshake. So yeah. I think I'll be okay. Yes, I think you'll be okay. How many Rob people is actually making think... leave his house every day. How many people do you think at the end of this is going to come out with some severe mental health issues? Oh, my God. Like how many? Well, they're already um... – Oh, shit, hang on, something's burning. Hang on. Keep talking. Uh, okay. It's burning. What's burning? What's burning? Oh, is that toast? Is your toast burning? The crumbs in the bottom burning? I can't do it with that. Keep talking. Okay. Um, well, I think a lot of people are going to come out of this needing some little help with their mental health. Seriously, we're all going crazy in this house. Is it this not is him focusing. Okay, it's just uh, it's just um, not Felix, the other one, Jasper, making toast. Oh, gosh, that was, you know, I, seriously, it was like burning, flaming, you know, smell. Hey, I'm going to read you this. Um, so what else is happening? How's Mr Wu? Uh, he's good. He's out driving with Harry at the moment. Oh, my God. If, you, if your nerves aren't frayed already, then you have to bloody hell. So he's doing that. Uh, Jack is taller than me now, and he's officially hit full puberty hormonal monster so the good one's gone well that's disappointing yeah and he was always my good one and now he's yeah. giving me lip talking back oh 
Bloody hell. I know. Surely you should just say to him, do you remember watching, do you remember seeing um, Harry do this to me and how upsetting it was for me? You saw the impact it had on me? So, you know, and, and now you're going to do it to see what that does. Oh, Harry and I had a huge row during the week. It was coming. A huge row. And do you know what Jack did? Oh. He went, he was, it was like so exciting. He went and rang um, Mr. Woog, who was at work, to tell him <laughs> about it, give him the blow by blow. Bloody <laughs> little dobber. Yeah. Bloody hell. And it did, has it resolved? Oh, yeah, yeah, always does. But um, it's so bad because you can't even s- sort of send them anywhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, I hate this family. I want to leave. And I'm like, go, I'll pack for you. Off your truck. And he's like, where am I going to go? And I'm like, oh, that's right. You can't go anywhere. Oh, bloody hell. I was at, at one point where I was happy to let him go sleep under a bridge somewhere. okay so i found this article this week that was talking about training your brain in lockdown yes you sent that to me i haven't read it yet yeah no i was going to send it to you and then i think i forgot no you did i did Mm -hmm. okay um so it it talks about the profound changes in our lifestyle because of covid19 means we have to take up more deliberate actions to exercise our thinking skills so one of the first one of the first things they say is diversity is key. So you need to do a diversity of activities to maintain that gives a maximum opportunity to practice many important thinking skills. Um, so they say here like crosswords are great, but why not play a game of Tetris for a bit of speed workout? So it's the it's doing the fast and the slow things. You know, give your brain a bit of setting smart goals. <laughs> and then it says, don't set the bar too high. Well, that's probably quite lucky. But then it says a goal should be, uh, a goal could be the time taken to complete a task or achieving a higher difficulty level or learning a new activity within a defined time frame. Oh, fuck off. No, no, but I reckon there's, there's really something in that. Because, you know, if you're going to say, well, I'm going to use this time to, um, you know, to get back into reading. Well, okay, we're four weeks in and I still haven't moved the box of tissues off the top of the book that is in my bedside table that has been there since Christmas. Well, so- I haven't written anything decent in weeks because, A, I get content from everyday observations um, <laughs> of society and I'm not seeing any of it, and, B, you know, I write with a humorous twist most of the time and I'm just worried that it's not going to be received well. Um, you know, I, know I, I got copped a little bit of hate recently and I think that's rattled the cage a bit. So I really got to start getting back into it, don't you think? Well, that's but that's your canary down the mine, you know. If, you, yeah. if you're not writing, then we know that you're not in a good headspace. Yeah, oh, it's so obvious. Might as well get T-shirts printed. <laughs> So, so I think that even just if I can bang out a little something every day, that will get me back sort yeah. of on the right path. But that's so, this is a good thing, right? Like, so let's say that, you know, if your goal is that you're going to walk every day, then right. So then let's say, okay, this week's goal is that I'm going to walk for 20 minutes and then next week's goal is you're going to walk for 25. Or, you know, like just set yourself a little, I think that's what that means. 
Yeah. God, there's so many right. people walking, Kim, that it's worse than, like, ever. Oh, it's like Pitt Street. It's like going to the Royal Easter Show out there. I know. Hey, you know this whole thing about how they close the beaches on the eastern suburbs of Sydney? Yeah. But the northern beaches suburbs are still open. Yeah. So when you look out, there's so many people surfing. And apparently there's all these blowings from the eastern suburbs because they can't surf at their beaches. Now, is that not just the biggest low? Like, is that just not the most nonsensical decision you've ever heard? So like, none of this makes sense. None of the way any of this has been handled has made any sense whatsoever. I was up at the shops today because I go up, like, to get my loaf of bread or whatever it is, yeah. and um, there were so many people. Everyone, like, the, the whole floor of the shopping centre is squared off, so you're not not safe. Yeah. But, you know, people picking up food and smelling it and putting it back and things like that, I'm like, I'm like what's what? Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, if you're surfing, you can't be very close to each other. I mean, not that I know because, you know, let's just face it, I don't even think I've ever touched a surfboard, let alone actually been on one. Um, but they're right, they're all the way out. Like, I don't get it. It's, it's the douches that went and lay on the beach on top of each other to get a skin cancer tan, stat, you know, um, tan, they're the problem. Yeah. Like, let the surfers surf. Let the surfers surf, I say, with absolutely no medical background and no um, level of skill or training in infectious diseases. There was actually a great thing this week. Um, it was on Fox News, of course, where the – Chief Medical Officer in the States had come out and was talking about why they're trying to do a staged reopening of businesses, like a three-prong three process or something. And then all of those really hot, sexy, uh, you know, doomsday prepper, um, like, anarchist men, white men in the States who I think they went to the Ohio state council or state building or something and protested the fact that they were being told to uh, stay home for their own well-being. Um, they, um, they, so they were reporting that, the chief medical officer, and then they had, a, then they had someone on as an alternate viewpoint, and it was Dr Phil. <laughs> like, what? Oh, my God. What? It's just like, oh, that doesn't make sense, you idiot. So, yeah, so I take back everything I just said about, you know, letting surfers surf because that makes me look like Dr. Phil. Um, America is so fucked, it's not even funny. Like, honestly, I've just read this morning that some of the states are starting to riot. Yeah. That was these guys standing on the, standing on the steps of the state legislature. Try and say that's fast. State legislature. Oh, there we go. Yeah, and they're standing there. I've got their AK whatevers and their, oh, my God. Yes, the only so was is that two of them were standing there with face masks on. <laughs> I was like, like, and I know, I know American, like, not all Americans are stupid. Like, this, you know, we've got friends yeah. who are American um, and they're sort of quietly slipping me little notes going, holy fuck, we are so fucked. Yeah. Oh, so many. Sorry? Not really hungry. Oh. <laughs> Would you be if I made it? I'd eat it if you made it. <laughs> I don't actually want to 
<laughs> Felix just came down to make dumplings, got the walk out and started to do it and then went, yeah, can't fall. Oh, well, go hungry. Anyway, principle three, dedicating time for brain workout. So when setting your goals, try to define a few workout sessions every week. Our research has shown that it isn't necessary to formally exercise the brain every day. Instead, it seems much better to set a brain workout session of 30 to 60 minutes every other day and to try and keep the workout constant during that time. Think of it as taking your brain to the gym. Does Candy Crush count? I don't see why not. Any form of, like, repetitive game that involves, like, oh, I don't know, who, 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 talking through my hat, as if I know. Um, when you Tell you what I have done, though. Yes. I started to watch Glee from the beginning. Oh, Jasper's been doing that. Yeah. It's quite cute. Who's the, how, how. who's the brown-haired girl? Uh, Rachel? Michelle. Rachel, yes. Oh, I, I just want to. I just want to kick her in the shins every time she's on. She's very earnest. She's so earnest. And Jasper was like, why do you hate her so much? I went, because oh, that's who I was. I was going to say, I thought you would have connected with her totally. Oh, I was her. And now I look at her and I just go, oh, just go can and I, have, ask, you know, underage sex and be done with it. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I'm thinking of writing this piece right. And um, about Dobbin. Yeah. Now, I was talking to Wendy the other day and she suggested I write a piece about Dobbin. Would you dob on a neighbour to the police? For, for doing what? For, like, having a party. Because hmm. people are dobbing on neighbours. And I don't know about you, but I'm so conflicted about it. It's very un-Australian, I don't think. Because normally you sort of stuff up, up to, you know, stuff the authorities. But it's interesting. It's an interesting one. I want to know, what would you do if your neighbours had, like, four families over for a big piss-up? Would you ring the police? Do you know what? In that scenario, I probably wouldn't. But if I knew they were in quarantine because they'd been overseas or they'd been on one of the prison ships and I saw them going down to Woolies, then I would. Ah. Because anyone, I mean, anyone who's coming to their house and putting themselves at risk, you know, I know that they are then going to go out and go to Woolies and, you know, I know that, I know that probably... If we, if we logically followed it through to the end point, me doing it for one and not the other is actually contradictory. But I feel like if they're coming to their house, they're making a decision that they're going to put themselves at risk. Yeah. But if that person is in quarantine and then is going off down to Woolies or to the shops or out and about, well, they're then, you know, they're, they're making other people who don't have that choice exposed, potentially exposed. I think that's, you know how I, that's how I'd run it. Also, if they were really rich and annoying, I'd dob them in. <laughs> or if I, if they were like a wife beater and you'd never been out, you know, like that, you know. I do, worry about, I do worry about those families who are living with an abuser. I'm really oh, concerned about that. It's just horrible. Did you hear the Acor Hotels 
are doing something. I don't know how it's actually being run or instigated, but they've opened up the empty hotels for women who are at risk or are, are coming from a, a DV environment. Well, good on them. That's awesome. Isn't that remarkable? Yep, that's awesome. I just, I'm I like. Read ugh. about that. I'm going to find out more about that. That's very, yeah. very good. I was really, I was really, really impressed with that. Um, ah, oh, see, just banged What's, my. I just banged my arthritic thumb. Oh, no, I just hyperextended it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners at home, you should see the face on it, honestly. It's so dramatic. She's hurt, she's hurt her finger. Oh, it hurt. <laughs> hey, can we move on to the reader's questions? Because I've got to um, do a family hookup soon. Oh, sure. Okay, hang on. I'm just going to go and get a refill. Keep going. Talk. All right, I'm just going to find them all yeah. um okay so hang on guys this is great i know that this is great great podcasting material um okay this is a bad way of trying to do it let's uh let's go to the other way what's the other way you guys, you guys put so many things up. It's great. And then I, but then of course I can't find, I can't find us. Oh, here we go. Okay. I'll open that one. All right, seventeen more comments. Okay. Um. Sorry about all the arms and silence. Oh, look, shush, it took me ages to find it. Okay, so Lisa says, can you give a shout-out to all the hard-working pathology and radiology staff of Australia? We are often forgotten about in the thanks to frontline workers. Oh, my God, that is so true. Because think about, think about the pressure on pathology departments and radiology with all the chest X-rays and all the pneumonia-related respiratory stuff. And oh. Yeah, massive props to you guys. And someone else says pharmacy staff. Oh, so true. I love our chemist. Yeah, I've got a really good chemist too. Like I might uh, actually be a bit in love with him, I think. <laughs> you think? Just a little bit? Maybe. Because <laughs> he keeps uh, all the good drugs. Oh, well, that is true, yes. Okay, Uh Karen asks, my question is, suggestions for essential workers who keep having to leave the house and live in fear they will burst into tears or end up arrested for abusing someone if questioned about leaving the house. Not helped here, uh, not helped here that I'm driving 60 kilometres each way in a rental car while mine is getting fixed. Yes, the guy who hit me three weeks ago copped a mouthful. Not one of my finer moments. Yes, I'm a donkey on the edge. I'm a donkey on the edge. Shrek, I'm a donkey on the edge. Um, I would rather be home with chemo-affected husband and my kids, but I've been told I have to be at work, unlike others in my position in other hospitals. Oh, Karen. Again, here is where the lines are clear. It's so hard. Like, you know, well, she's like, look at this. Look at the decision she's having to make. She's classified as an essential. She's classified as an essential um, worker, but she said others other hospitals in her position are not um and then she has to leave the house for work and, and so she's going into a hospital and she's got a husband at home on chemo yeah she'd be like beside herself yeah karen that's awful just 
the fact just keep going and you're amazing and we're all cheering you on melissa oh yeah we're not talking melissa's asked about the mobile phone tracking app yeah we're not talking about that that's just that's too complicated and and i'm not doing it well it's not stupid but it's just very nuanced and we are never ever going to get the nuanced argument or conversation about it it's just too hard to do in this oh d asks how's oscar coping with lockdown d help me oh my god just help me (laughs) that poor rookie he is just not he's just coping as he can and for him to be coping as best he can is me just i'm just (laughs) Like every day, by like, and if I try and get up early at like five, and I sneak down to get some work done before everyone's up, and there's people gaming in the background, and people asking for food, and and Oscar just standing there, like you know, some sort of I see dead people just watching me. It's just like, ah. and look, his some of his support services have a really trying like. Um, Job Centre is doing online sort of classes during the day, like using Zoom, and it's just fantastic. Um, he's doing two gym sessions a week via telehealth video conferencing on his iPad out the back with Natalie, one of the um, physios from Cerebral Palsy Alliance. So he does that twice a week. It's hilarious. I mean, it's not hilarious. It's fantastic. And then, but it's just like, oh my god, he's so bored. He's so bored. So if anyone can recommend some things that are good for moderately intellectually handicapped, like, young adults, that would be great. Because, <laughs> you know, and then, of course, spending a lot of time in his room and, oh, here he comes. His room is so stinky. Um, <laughs> I can't wait to give him a cuddle. I know. Okay. Uh, Cindy says, tips for resisting the daily urge to get a dog. I know. I really want to get a dog, but I know I don't want a dog. Like, I can't get a dog. That's just silly. Have you seen Jessica Rowe's new dog? Yes. I talked her into that. Did you? <laughs> I said, you want a ship too, Maltese Cross? I said, they are like the, the best little dogs. And now, but hers is divine. She got like a little um, cockatoo. Uh, no, it's uh, a ship too, Maltese Cross. Is it? Yes. It looks like it has um, um, what's that King Charles spaniel in it? No. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I talked her into getting that dog, that breed, and now she's like going, "Why doesn't it sleep at night?" <laughs> it's, it's like a baby. Yeah, don't get it's a dog. Still a puppy. Like so, it's. Yeah. Well, it's it's been with his mum and his brothers and sisters, her mum and brothers and sisters, and now it's like. Not with them. So you're the new mum and yeah. she's actually pulled a mattress to, out into the kitchen to sleep next to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have opinions on that, but I shan't share them. I did tell no. her that that was overkill. <laughs> that's, nothing, that's not going to end well. Um, uh, that or another cat. Like I'm really, for some reason, it's just like, let's get another pet. Because well, there's, be, clearly not enough, really... there's clearly not enough bodies in this house. Yeah, you'd be hard fine to find one because the pounds are empty, which yeah. is really great. Yeah, until you know, everyone goes back to work and they fill up again. Uh, sorry, I didn't say oh that. Oh, my God, you are I'm cynical. A, I'm a terrible human. Um, 
Oh, God, Donna raises something about helping older relatives with technology. Nope, no, nope, I can no. feel my anxiety. The ball of rage is already growing, Donna. I can't talk about it. How is your mum? Oh, the ball of rage in the middle of your chest. Um, How is your mum? Uh, okay, so hang on a sec. Jasper? Jasper? Oh, my God. It's, why do I have noise-cancelling headphones? Um, so so you know how she ended up in hospital with yes. bursitis in a hip, right? And you know how the medical professional said you need to rest, you need to minimise steps, you really – this is not one of those situations where you need to get up and keep moving around on it. You actually need to just – ice it and rest it really for a couple of weeks but intensely for the first week, right? So last week she wasn't too bad and this week she had to put a car in for service. That was fine. They dropped her home and then we were going to drive her back. But I had Oscar at a specialist appointment at Ronald Shaw that morning and so I wasn't back in time. So there were two options for her. She could have – actually, no, there's about 15 options for her, the worst being – I will walk from here to the mechanics to pick up my car, which is probably about 2Ks, probably two and a half, right? That's the worst. The mechanics would have gone and picked her up. So anyway, I at home and then Rob goes upstairs to say to her, Kim's home, I can take you over to pick up your car. And she said, oh, no, that's fine. I walked and picked it up. Oh, dear. And then, curiously, by that night, she's needing two sticks to help walk. <laughs> Rob said he's developing a new hashtag. Like, it's not going to be hashtag every fucking night. It's just going to be hashtag every fucking day for the next completely nonsensical, maddening, infuriating thing that mum does that damages her own health. Because then after that, so two days after doing the walking for 5,000 kilometres, she then, she's vacuuming the stairs. Use, with two sticks. She's got two sticks on either side. What? Has she got a death wish? Oh, this is, okay, this is what absolutely infuriates me about. Oh, and then the afternoon of that date, she's outside with a, with a shovel, shoveling up ant mounds out of the pavers up the back. God, she needs a good smack. I just, I just, I just, that's where I get to. I just get to, I just, uh, oh. I, yeah. Okay. Jasper. Can you please go and toss those beans in the oven? Yeah. And then if they look all evenly crispy, then take them out. Okay. Thank you. Um, Belinda asks, how do you think this pandemic experience will shape the lives of our young adult and teenage kids as a generation? I'm thinking of how the depression shaped our grandparents. Oh, that's a really, that's actually really, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I mean, I thought about how it would experience, how it would impact on them, but the notion about, yeah, compared to like a different era like that. Um, well, I just think that it's extraordinary, like that they will never know a world without technology. Like when yeah. you think about all the communication that they have, and they're still able to catch up with their friends on the phone and like see them. Like we had it tough, you know. Imagine us growing up and be waiting to watch Brian Henderson at six o'clock news, and that would be it. <laughs> Oh my god! Imagine if that's all we had was Brian Henderson, and then yeah. just fighting each night over whether you got to watch a country practice on Channel Seven or Night Rider on Channel Nine. Yeah, so like these kids are actually pretty bloody lucky. Yeah. Oh like, my god! Did you see what you said? 
Oh, by telling kids them these that. days. Kids these days. By telling them that though, they don't understand. Oh my God, you just seriously, you actually just sound like you're 76. Stop talking. Um, okay. Oh, and a couple of people have asked who are we, who are your comfort following on Insta? Like when, and people are asking for some good people to follow. You, you did the shout out for Leslie Jordan last week. Oh, have you not um, been following him? I have. I, I can only take so much oh, of him though. Stop it. Yeah, I know. Alec Baldwin is mine. Oh, because really? I'll follow him. Oh, I just, oh, my God. Like, I, I am so for, like, I already was obsessed and in love with 30 Rock, but at the moment I am so deeply bound to that show. I just, if I don't what watch. What platform are you watching it on? Uh, I'm actually, uh, Stan. Okay. I've but it's Stan. also on, it's also on Prime. Okay. I'm going to get, I'm going to get into that because I'm a bit over Glee now. I yeah. think who's going bonkers on, um, and pardon the pun, like I don't mean to be cruel, but Britney Spears is not looking so levelled at the moment on Insta. Oh, really? Yeah. Just a lot of dancing oh. and a lot of baby talk. Oh. How old is she now? Britney, bitch. I don't know. Um. Okay, so... All right, let's um, um Alex, don't don't send make me send you Spanky Town. She's asking if her elderly dad can visit. We're not talking. We're, we are not covering that ground anymore. It's just nonsense. You know the answer to that. You know the answer to it. If you're asking it, you know the answer to it. You just don't like the answer and you want someone else to give you something that will give you a little bit of leeway. No. <sighs> Sorry, it's got that escalated right? didn't it? Um, okay, well, this is the thing, right, because women are awesome, women rule the world, we are, and and the women that listen to the hot flush are intelligent, thoughtful, empathetic women. So then when, amazing. That so when, when any of us turn around and, and reveal that we're not, I, I don't, I don't like it. Right, Michelle says... <laughs> Kim, when is Shepherd avocado season over? I can't, like, as if this was not hard enough. As if this wasn't hard enough. <laughs> Fucking shepherds. Okay, now, for a non-avocado person, can you explain to me why it's such a divisive version of avocado? Uh, because it, someone made it as an April Fool's joke and it somehow got, got you know, got traction and it's still here. It's like they're... They're watery and um, slippery, and whereas the other ones are creamy and and yielding. These are like you will ha you could have an avocado, you could have a shepherd avocado in your fruit bowl for four weeks, thinking it's never going to get right, it's never going to get right. Then you open it, and the things like black rotten. They just they're just terrible. And you try and mash them, and they're just waxy. They're waxy. That's the word. Terrible. Oh, right. Um, sorry, I'm getting a little opinionated. Who knew? Um, oh, Kirsten asks, any great shows on Netflix or Stan? Kirsten, come on. There's so many. <gasps> Jasper oh. and I watched, watched Parasite last night, which is currently on Stan. The, Paris, the movie. Parasite, the movie that won the, the Oscars. Oh, yeah, no, no, no subtitles. I can't do it. What? 
Isn't it subtitles? Sub- yes, a subtitle. What do you mean you can't do subtitles? Are you I a child? Like judgy bitch today, aren't you? I am. It's because my blood sugar's so low. <laughs> Hi, Olga. Oh, is Olga in the background? Yeah, he's just staring I, at you. Hi, Olga. works. Hi, Olga. Hi. How are you going? Say hi, Woogie. Hey. Say hi to the hot flushes. Hi. Everyone's asking about how you're going, if you're coping with it. <laughs> are you coping? Yeah. No. Oh, <laughs> really? Uh, I think they will come in. Oh, the world's coming. Okay. Um, I think his coping is helped by the 15 calls a day to our, to our nana and grandpa. Oh, that's right. A big shout-out to my in-laws and um, my extended family, because Oscar just rings them on a like just on a rotation system throughout the day. It's just the best. He probably and I know like Linny and Ian have clearly just told him he can't ring until after seven. <laughs> and so at seven AM and one second, it's like, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show I'm gonna show that you can watch if you really like stupid television, bad acting and really poor storyline. Um it's called Baker and the Beauty. That sounds terrible. Okay, so it's about this baker who's Puerto Rican. The only reason I'm watching it is he's so fucking good looking. <gasps> like I never knew are you flossing your teeth? Yeah. Oh sorry, because I because I'm on face, I'm on the Facebook page reading the questions, so I've only got the image of you, so I don't have the image of me, so I forget that you can actually see me. So yeah, I'm yeah. literally picking my teeth. That's gross. I don't want to see that. I don't <laughs> want to see that. Anyway, so uh, this baker um, is going out with this girl for four years, and she proposes to him, and he says no, and then he meets this um, supermodel singer slash designer slash actor slash philanthropist oh in my the bathroom. God. Mm. who is an Australian, so weird to see that accent, and um, they've quite fallen in love. So it's only first the pilot's out and it's so bad, I, I'm going to watch the whole thing. Oh, that sounds terrible. You would hate it, Kim. You I would hate, hate it. it, yes. So, Kirsten, you just have to watch 30 Rock from the beginning. You have to watch You have to watch Seinfeld from the beginning. You have to watch Bad Mouth because it's just hilarious. Big, or Big, Big Mouth. Mouth, sorry. Big Mouth, Big that Mouth. is so funny. You have to watch um, Unorthodox because it's creepy as fuck and fascinating. You can watch Tiger King if you just are happy to bleach your eyeballs and ear holes afterwards. Um, and I've started watching Where's My Bacon, which is also called Jack. What's Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan because the pictures of the guy – Looks like he's looking for, like, where's my bacon? They didn't bring me my bacon. It's hilarious. We think it's hilarious. Anyway. Um, and don't forget and Wag the Dog from last week. If you didn't watch Wag the Dog. Wag the um, Dog. Wag the Dog is possibly my favourite movie ever up there with Primary Colours, which is also very topical at this moment. Yes. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's – yeah, just just get, get amongst it. Um, I still haven't started watching – the uh, um, amazing Mrs. Maisel or whatever that show's called on Prime that I really want to see. But Rob and I have been watching Fleabag. I'd watched most of the first season, um, but Rob hadn't watched it before. And I, I, I'm still – he's just, like, thinks it's awesome but is just so, like, 
perplexed by the whole thing as well, just in that she's just, like, not likeable. But I kind of think she's – I just adore her. So, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay. Hey, Kim, can I ask a question? Yeah. I don't want to put you on the spot or anything. Yeah. Do you and Rob think you're going to get married at some point? Uh, maybe. Well, maybe. That'd be nice. But there's a lot of things that have to happen before that can happen. And I so I'm just thinking, you know, how like normally we try and look forward to something. I'm looking forward to you and Rob getting married. <laughs> well, no, when you're looking forward to something, you have to look forward to something that is realistic and in the short term. <laughs> you, no, you, that's you my goal. Like, you could be looking at like decades, dude. Yeah, that's you could be doing goal. that. It could be happening at like, you know, once we're in the nursing home. Yeah, but I don't care. I'm coming. <laughs> of course you're coming. Are you still yeah. eating? I've got a cold piece of toast now. I'm really basically waiting for this to end so that I can eat something. <laughs> well, trot, trot on. What's the next question? Oh, oh, now I've scrolled through them all. Um, I'm worried about I'm burning my dinner. Um, Kathy, how do others cope when they when you are the only one in the household who still actually has to leave the house to go to work? I come home to a filthy, messy house, fighting oh. siblings, and just rage all the time. Oh, that Life isn't bad. stressful enough, then they complain they're bored or depressed because they have nothing to do. Anyone want two daughters? Mine are free to a good home. Oh, okay, we're going to come at this from totally different angles because Kim's nice and I'm not. Um, I would set the living bloody fear into them. I would give them... Like, I'm giving them, a, like, one hour till I come home. I'm coming home in one hour, and in that hour, this is the situation I expect to walk into. And then if you walk in and it's a shithole, just walk out. Um, no. So that's <laughs> – no, that's not going to work. You just need to do schedules. You need to have, right, this is your day on dishwasher, this is your day on dishwasher, and then you do a night – and then you do a dinner – your kids are old enough to be making dinners. Doesn't even matter if they're toast and tinned soup. Doesn't matter. Like, and then you have like um, the weekly planning session for the dinners, so that you make sure you've got all the ingredients that they want and need. Um, but the cleaning thing, you've got like right, you're on vacuuming this week. You're on bathrooms. You're on whatever. That's their thing. And then you basically do things like take the remotes to work. And you change the Wi-Fi password. The I end. like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, it it's not on. They are old enough. They are not. They are not ten and twelve. They're sixteen and twenty-one. They're, what they're oh. doing is taking a complete fucking lend of you, and it's not on. <laughs> no. Code red. Heart like just go hard straight away. Awesome. I think yep. if I had a penis, I'd be a rectifier. The flip side of that is, the flip side of that is, is you can't then, if they're on dishwasher duty, you can't then restack the, you have to just let these things go. You have to go, yep, they're going to do it their way and it might annoy the shit out of me or it might not be how I want it done, but it's done. You can't then tell them, you can't put this into place and then criticise them for how they do it. You can't do that. You just have to let it go and go, you've got to clean the bathroom. Or, or you have like, okay, Saturday mornings is we clean the house 
and each week it alternates. Someone's bathroom, someone vacuums, someone does whatever else, you know, and and then each day with washing, like or every second, however often you're doing it, right, if you've put it on before you go to work, alternate like alternate days, one of them has to hang it out, one of them has to bring it in. It's not on. If they're seriously at home doing jack shit, no. Nah. And then if that do, if it doesn't happen, they know what the there's no three you know there's no three warnings and you're out. It's like this slip because they've got no reason why they cannot be doing this. So it's like there's n- there's no need to build in some sort of buffer around it. You go, this is what is going on. This is currently the situation. This is how it's going to run. Is everyone happy with that roster? If you're not happy with the roster, you need to liaise and talk and negotiate with other people on the roster to change your air quotes shift or job. And then if I come home on whatever day and something has not been done, there will be there will be ramifications. And the ramifications are there will be no Wi-Fi in the house, there will be no whatever. And then they have to use their own, you know, whatever. I, I, whatever works for you in terms of, you know, a punishment scale. But it's not okay. I like that, Kim. That's yeah, all thank good. You. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well yeah. said with very firm dedication. Hashtag prefect. Right. Um, now... Um, oh, Lisa says that she has a nearly 14-year-old daughter who has inherited the family curse of big boobs. Not a curse, Lisa. Not a curse. Really not. Lots of, you know, just anyway. Um, anyone got suggestions for bras that don't look like they were for a 90-year-old? Poor kid. We started with Intimo, Intimo but she wants something a little groovier. Honey um, Birdette. Honey Birdette. Third love. Third, no, I wasn't happy with third love. Are you eating stale bread? My bread, so there's my bread over there. Or did Jasper eat all of it? That's no. Oh, okay. Focus. Focus. So, <laughs> um, so uh, Sharon actually says Rose and Thorn, which is where I get my bras from, and they're based in New Zealand, and um, they're really they're great, and their bras are really cool and interesting, and they're great. So try them. Um, Honey Birdette does do pretty – yeah, but I don't think there's going to be anything at Honey Birdette that's age-appropriate for 14. Maybe? I don't know. Um, oh, look, there's quite a few of us who've all just gone to um, Rosenthorn. Okay, Rosenthorn it is. Chick Uh, Oh, oh my God. I can hear Felix yelling in his gaming upstairs. Fuck's sake. Um, Jody says, is anyone noticing the anxiety makes hot flushes worse? Yes. Oh, yeah. Can we please, please stop teacher bashing? I can assure you I have never worked harder in my life than in recent weeks. Oh, if I see someone bashing a teacher, I will let myself off my chain. Yeah. Oh, I, if I see anyone bashing a teacher, yeah. and being a teacher myself and, um, you know, still involved in school communities, oh, let me tell you, if I see someone t- even even thinking about thinking about teacher bashing, yeah. I will fucking go them. Sorry, yeah. I'm a bit violent today. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are a little bit, aren't we? Um, I think that's about it. Okay. Well, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to the wedding. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, 
Oh my god. Um, what am I looking forward to? Oh, I'm making a good. I'm making a really healthy and tasty dinner tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Mr. Wood, um, even got up this morning. He'd done all the laundry, all the cleaning, and cooked dinner. He's like a machine of efficiency. Yeah, that's not good. He needs to pace himself. <laughs> I know. He just can't sit still. Oh God. Yeah. I'm looking forward to. Um, I did have something to look forward to. Oh, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> Oh, I'm looking forward to us talking again next week. Yeah, it's, it probably is one of the highlights of my week. And I know, Oliver right? In the background, wandering around, asking questions. It's just <laughs> lovely. You know, and um, thank mm. you, everyone who listens along. And, you know, I know that we're not exactly polished in our delivery at the moment and we don't have notes in front of us, so we are really going by the ass of flying by the seat of our pants kind of situation. Um, yeah. But still, like, keep in contact with each other. Like, let's let's keep talking. If yes. you've got a problem, put it on the page. Let's help each other out because we're all doing it tough. Yeah. That's so true. Okay. That'll do. Okay. I love you. I love you too. Okay. We're going to go now and as we like to say. Just keep plucking. Mm-hmm.